In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the I am Ron Kolick, your tap dancing host here at Toginet, Pararex, Ghost Channel, and beyond. And with me, the Elaine of the Paranormal and the Blonde Bombshell Kerrigan. You are terrible. I am not Elaine. Really? I've seen your moves. Trust me, you're Elaine. You have not. What have you seen, seen my moves? Hey, they have this thing called Facebook. Yeah, I've never been dancing with you, buddy. Oh, didn't no. happen. No, uh, that, that's a good thing. <laughs> Thank yeah, God. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined my reputation forever. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Tap Dancer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's one of my many disciplines. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 How okay, did you get into this, anyways? I don't even remember. But anyways, so anyways, if you would like to see me in my tap dancing days, you can certainly go into my Facebook page, uh, which is Ronald Kolick, and you can uh, see me doing my tap dancing. That's thing. pretty scary, folks. Yeah. Be prepared. Right. Just be right. prepared. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Mhm. Mhm. See, we're having this whole debate because I posted that my I was my wondering mother, how, how did this start? Yes. M- my, yeah, you started it, Van Helsing. My I mother, who yes. is in a nursing home, I went and saw her today, and oh, she's 87. Good, yeah, because I'm a good girl. girl. But anyways, That's I, not went, what I, heard, but. No, I went and saw my mom, and um, she had asked me last week, she says, oh, do you have my yearbook from the class of 1943, folks? Oh, and, I remember uh, that year. I bet you do. I bet you remember a lot of years before it. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Uh, so, anyways, I brought her her yearbook, and she said, um, "Oh, show." Um, they had show paper my... back then, huh? They had paper back then. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> she wanted me to show her her little aide, Anna. She said, "Oh, show Anna that I was voted best dancer in my class of 1943." So, really? uh, yes. Wow. She was a very good dancer. That's amazing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she had nice legs, and I got those. Two. Uh, if you say, okay, if you say so. <laughs> I've never noticed, so I really can't comment on them. Well, that's good, so shut up. <laughs> Even if they were good, you wouldn't admit it, so there. You you just disguise them so well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, do we have a show today? Or yeah, I think we do. We okay. should get going. <laughs> All right. So 
Sure. Anyway, one thing I do want to mention is that uh, for those who are interested, of course, um, SpurQuest is really coming together good. Uh, Steve Parsons, my co-host from Ghost Chronicles International and also from the uh, London Ghost Club and the Spirit Society, whatever the heck it is in the UK, and mm-hmm. and most haunted TV show uh, will be coming over here along with the Earth Angel himself, Ross Spilett. He was really awesome last year. He got so many people uh, were raving about him, so he's coming back. And also joining us would be Salem Witch, Kelly Spangler, and uh, Jason Ray Retire, the Ouija Boy guy is back. But this time we're going to have a display of all his uh, collection of Ouija boards throughout the uh, event, so that's going to be awesome. Oh, I love that. psyched about that. Those and, are awesome. Yep. Psychic um, artist uh, Nancy Smith will also be joining us. And They're amazing. Mm-hmm. her husband, who, guess what, and if we won't what? be there, will have a dress-up photograph. <laughs> he will do dress-up photographs. Oh, we can't wait. We yeah, can't wait so. for that. And I believe, I believe, I've heard rumors anyways that uh, Miss Carrigan herself will be there for doing henna and whatever else she does. I sure will. Yeah, come on and come on and see me and get hennaed up. and uh, yeah. it up. Is that even a word? it up. I'll put a little glitter on it for you. I put some yeah. glitter on Ron's last year. so you know. Actually, last year she she did do me, which was, well, that didn't sound good. You know, <laughs> they came out totally wrong. That was totally right. I did right. henna on she your arm. put a henna skull on my arm, so. <laughs> oh, my um, God. I can't believe I said that. Uh, yeah, me either. Thanks. I'm sorry. I'll take that back. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have a delay in the show, right? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't but, think so. Yeah, well, you can Anyways, our poor guest anyway. is waiting, waiting on the line here, and uh, he's a gentleman we've actually spoken with before, and he is a member of the, oh, my God, I'm going to screw up these names as usual. What did you, was it New York Shadow Chases, I believe? <laughs> did I get it right? Yes. Yep. Yes. And he is Philip Creighton. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, thank you. And. And uh, you've also written a book, or a couple books, actually. <laughs> Quite a few, actually. Uh, the, a fiction series uh, called the Nightfall series, and our uh, paranormal guidebook series, Chasing Shadows. Awesome. Ooh, chasing Shadows. Any relation to Michael? Huh? <laughs> Everyone asks that. Michael Crichton? <laughs> Michael Crichton? Huh? The writer? Not that fortunate. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so confused. Ron doesn't read. You'll have to excuse him. I only write books. I don't read them. <laughs> That's right. He doesn't read them. <laughs> <laughs> I absorb them. <laughs> ah, right. You put them under yeah. his pillow and just sleeps on them. And, and actually, uh, osmosis. Uh, yeah, That's right. osmosis. That's uh, you know when you've been around as long as I have, you acquire many talents. Um, or I have Happy people read them from like me and t- yeah. read them from me and tell me what it, they're about. So. <laughs> have your book, I believe. Uh, yes, I do. And we we even did a book review on it in our uh, New England Ghost Project newsletter. And if you haven't gotten the New England Ghost Project newsletter, you got to sign up. It's free on our website, which is N-E, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com, and you can sign up. And it's uh, 
an article by uh, what's her face here, the blonde bombshell on cemetery tripping. Uh, articles by Thomas D'Agostino, who's written a ton of books himself on ghosts and hauntings and vampires and stuff, and also Dorothy Morgan's uh, astrology report, Beyond Bizarre, Vala Ventura, I miss Vala, and uh, Photo of the Month, and whatever else is in here. There's always so little stuffy titties in there, so. Go to the go to the website. Sign up for it's free and it's well above the industry average in openings, read throughs, and uh, link throughs and stuff. So it's kind of cool. Well, so, there you go. You. So how do I get on that? We have a guest. In the I show. don't know. We're <laughs> supposed to be talking to Philip. I know. I'm so shameless. I know. Jeez. So in in one of the places in your book, and I, I have to talk about it because mm-hmm. they're favorite people of ours, and, and that, of course, is Jerry and Brian from the Collinwood, and you've actually been there uh, a few times, right? Yep. They're very good friends, and they always invite us over if we have any new techs to try out or just if uh, things are starting to get active. They're like, hey, we want you to come in and document this. They're really great people. Oh, yes, they, they are. are. Love that. I love that house. Love that house. I have the too. best time there. Except for the internet. The internet sucks. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they have the only freaking computer, and we don't have it anywhere else in the place. <laughs> yeah, but the hot tubs make up for it. It's okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, those sweet. Oh, I, I can tell you a funny hot tub story. Oh, really? Yeah, with you. No, it does not involve me. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, maybe not then. I'll put that one off. <laughs> Thanks. Moving right along. <laughs> no, Ron was not in a hot tub with me. No, so I anybody was not. Get... I, nope. I never insinuated that. In fact, we had separate rooms this time. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, yes. we did. Yes, we did. Thank uh, God. Anyways, Philip, so Philip. remember? <laughs> yeah, Philip. <laughs> so, Philip, how long have you been chasing shadows? Uh, I've been doing this for well over, ooh, ooh Lord, uh, about, it's 2013, uh, 13 years now. <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah. So, lucky I mean, 13. Yeah, lucky 13. I mean, well, sort of, unless he drops dead tomorrow, they won't be so lucky. Oh, but, <laughs> anyways, if, you know, that, so that brings back to 2000. So, 2000, ghost hunting in the United States was, was, uh, not as popular as it is now. And, uh, I mean, what got you into it, and, and it, what do you think of the growth of it? Well, uh, originally, uh, I got roped in because, well, I've always had sort of a slight interest in all the sort of strange and, and weird stuff, but uh, that kind of led me into anthropology, and I ended up with an anthropology class where part of my grade was to go out and get some field interviews. We had to have three interviews and fill out this 48-page questionnaire about mm-hmm. Appalachian folk medicine. And one of my interviews, the uh, lady went kind of astray and started talking about the ghost up the holler. <laughs> this is Tennessee, so uh, she's, like, talking about the ghost up the holler, and she spent a good 30 minutes of the interview just talking about the legend and the ghost and stuff like that and how it was all weird and how the family regarded all that wonderful stuff but when i brought the interview back because they're supposed to be each one of these is like part of your grade you know you have three Mm -hmm. recorded interviews they're going to be placed in the university archives 
they're going to be placed in the Appalachian archives, and you can play back and go through all this wonderful stuff. But when I turned into the professor, the professor was like, I'm going to have to discount this one. You're not going to get credit for this third one. I was why? And he goes, yeah. but remember, this is 2000, so he goes, well, this subject material is not valid for the archives. They still view it as being taboo. They really? will not allow admissions of any of this material into the archives ah. or any of the historical societies nearby. So it's like, but, but, as an anthropologist, I go, but that's oral tradition. That's folklore. It's within the culture. Ah. Why aren't they documenting this? And he's like, because I'm arguing for my grade. And he turns around and goes, well, they're not going to do it. They're just not going to admit it or accept it. I said, well, why not? It's part of that culture. It's part of the tradition. Uh-huh. And he goes, you know what I see? I said, what? He goes, I see a field project for you. I went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So from that point onward, I spent the next, like, four and a half, five years doing anthropology for historical societies by going out and just documenting interviews, people's accounts of all these, those, all the urban legends and stuff floating around out there. Mm-hmm. From about 2006, I had another professor that was a bit of a smart aleck. Uh, this is up here in uh, New York now when I, after I transferred, and he goes, well, your, folk, your study is getting kind of narrow-focused. I think you should expand it. Try and understand why they're coming that way. Go to these other disciplines. Like, sent me over to the environmental sciences team, sent me over to psychology. So I rounded up with all these other, like, people, other students that were interested, but at the same time were going to participate in this survey and the study, and basically my senior thesis project, too. So wow. it just kept snowballing, so we were all university researchers that were doing this work. <laughs> and naturally, once you're in, you just can't get out. So <laughs> you just keep going. We, all I, I we just kept going. <laughs> wow. And, and that's the thing. And I, I think uh, for those who do it and have done it for so many years, it, it, that's really it. It doesn't get tired. There's always something new, always something interesting. In and every you know, case, case is separate. Yes, Ian? I have to say, I, I have to uh, interject here and say, now my daughter is in college. She's, she's in her freshman year, and uh-huh. she's taking psychology this semester. Well, yeah. her mm-hmm. psychology professor discounts any kind of paranormal uh, experiences, activity, mediums, psychics. So mm-hmm. he, he is like all over this. It's not, you know, it's not legit. It's not true. It doesn't happen. And she is bound and determined to okay, prove him wrong. that she is going to turn him around. And she's, she, she will stand, she's, she's like stood right up to him in class and she's like, nope. You're wrong. I can cite experiences, you know, that I've had. Mm-hmm. My mother does. I'm like, did you tell your, mo- your mother is a paranormal investigator? And she's like, well, no, I haven't <laughs> told him that yet. But, <laughs> uh, she cracked me up because she couldn't wait to come home and tell me. She's like, Mom, I have to tell you what my psychology professor is saying. And he's just, he's not, you know, she's, he just doesn't understand, she says. <laughs> so oh, it's, here's it's a really fun funny. one for you. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the universities, this is the outcome of like my field project. Uh, the last paper that I wrote and everything like that was 
for the journals and stuff as the study of supernatural beliefs and effects on rural versus urban cultures and their yeah, it is a long academic title. But mm-hmm. basically, uh, one of the parts of the survey was me actually going around to every single professor on the campus and questioning them about their belief systems regarding supernatural. Mm-hmm. This is the funniest thing that you'll ever take away from it, and it just blew me away. So take a guess who the first people to support anything paranormal were. I have no clue. I don't know. <laughs> English? The sciences. The sciences? No, 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 no. That, that was the most mind-bending thing, because all of the science departments, every one of the professors could come up with a reason for why something might exist, but not why it wouldn't. But if you went over to any of the other, except the discipline, psychology, uh, the drama department, English department even, every single one of those professors was, their excuse was, well, science says it can't exist. You want to have half the campus of professors going, it it exists based on science. And our studies say that this may. There you go. (laughs) It's just so funny. Well, you know, you have to prove that's part of science, right? You, mm-hmm. you have to prove it both ways. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You have so. to be objective. And the scientists could find that every single one of the science professors could find a reason for something to exist. Everything ranging from Bigfoot to ghosts to UFOs, <laughs> everything out there, they would have their own beliefs regarding it, but they would never have a reason why it wouldn't exist. So huh. they were all on the side that they're more likely to believe in the paranormal. Meanwhile, everybody that is supposed to be liberal thinking, like open-minded, every one of the more creative sides of the campus, mm. were the first ones to discount it, saying that science said it couldn't exist. Wow. <laughs> Funny. You think it's, it's, really inter- yeah, it's interesting now because um, Cal Cooper was my co-host from Ghost Chronicles International, and uh, there's this gentleman by the name of Jack Hunter who's a, a yep. para-psychologist, uh, anthropologist. Anthropologist. Yes, and uh, we were talking the other day that it's changing now that we feel, that they feel anyways, that in order to understand it, they have to uh, at least try to uh, participate in it. So, for instance, you have to go to a seance and see for yourself Mm -hmm. rather than just uh, doing it blankly uh, and not witness it. Otherwise, you have to draw on your own experiences as well as, uh, you know, the the scientific reasons of uh, trying to explain it. Uh, For instance, you know, whether it's psychological or or, uh, environmental, It's, it's, it's interesting that the discipline has changed. Oh, yeah. I mean, the greatest thing about that is they had to go back and look at their own fundamentals, and that's kind of what I was arguing as one of the early anthropology people was delving, that was delving into it, is an anthropologist has to accept that objectively as it's real within a culture. <laughs> Regardless of whether exactly. you personally believe it or not, it's real within the people who are telling you about it. Oh, absolutely. So you can't pass judgment on them because it's within their culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine taking that um, away from from the, the, the voodoo um, down in the New Orleans area and saying, uh, oh, mm-hmm. we can't talk about this. Um, you know, I mean, how intrinsic is that in their culture? Mm-hmm. How, could, how, could you not, how could you not include that? I mean, that's crazy. 
Yeah, but that, go, that goes to every culture, whether it's oh, yeah. uh, Greek I, I culture, or yeah, Oriental culture, or whatever. You you have to, uh, you know, understand the culture in order to understand right. why they believe things. Right. Well, that's that's mm-hmm. like the most obvious reference I could think of. To yeah, throw well, out that's there, cool. That's cool. Where you would, I mean, you could not take that you, away you're from You're not as blonde culture. as you look, you know. I, I know there's some gray Gee, matter in there. Thanks. Thanks so much. There's brown hair underneath, so, you know, yeah. what can I say? Gray matter underneath that. <laughs> so anyways, so. Michael, uh, so this you've been doing this for quite a long time. And uh, well, one thing I did want to mention, in fact, I'd, I'd like to see if we can post that on our page, uh, which is what, Ann? Uh, on Facebook, we are Ghost Chronicles-Next Generation. You always have a hard time with that, and you invented the page. I, I don't know. You just you sprung it on me. I wasn't sure we were going oh, like, with this. That's whatever. your name. You know, it's like your name is, you <laughs> well, know, hello. Be quiet. Uh, I didn't know what you were going to say. So whatever. Whatever. Yeah, we're Ghost Chronicles Next Generation on Facebook, folks. And you can pretend to like us. And, but, <sighs> no, uh, you can pretend to like, like Ron. Yeah, well, most Everybody likes me. Okay? <laughs> Get it. Yeah. Uh, so you actually, no, one of the things I do want to mention is see if we can post this on the page, and is what I was getting at, is yes. you do this little video series for uh, the radio station you work for, I believe, is it? Or? Yep. Uh, Town Square Media in Utica. Uh, it's uh, a cluster of four radio stations. And we write a weekly series called TNY Paranormal. And uh, we've taken to actually now doing a video series to go along with it. Cool. They call them supernatural searches. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, see, we should see if we can get the link to this and see if we can, uh, can post that up on our Facebook page. So. So is this um? Is this it's pretty cool? Are I, these I, I on your Shadow Chasers page? Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, you have a lot of tabs here. I'm just I'm I'm popping around between the tabs here. I'm sure um, you are. So. Ron, you know. Okay. What? Anyways, well, I, I'm just going with the flow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Philip, can you uh, tell our listeners, though, uh, your website, please? That would be a great place to start. Uh, it's www.nyshadowchasers.com, and right on the front page you can find links to the CNY Paranormal series and also our latest videos. Just finished producing a new one today. Excellent. Now, I have, I have a question for you because one of the things... Mm-hmm that I saw on here is, uh, can the Xbox Connect catch ghosts? What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Seriously. That, that is courtesy of Eric, and he's digging around, and there's quite a few videos floating around out there with the Xbox Connect because it's a series of motion trackers, uh, mm-hmm. a bunch of IR dots that are constantly spinning. If you've ever looked at it through an infrared light, uh, infrared camera, you'll actually see it kind of looks like a disco ball. There's so many trackers bouncing around. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of videos of what looks like anomalous figures that are tagged in the Connect window. Mm-hmm. And even Bill Chappell, uh, the creator of all the ghost hunting tech for, like, ghost adventures, and, you know, it's Bill Chappell. He started actually experimenting with it and using new software to try and do just that. Mm-hmm. See and identify and locate any anomalous figures. Okay. Um, yeah. Are we going to go to break yet, or we have another minute? No, we're good. We're good. We're good. Okay. Because the the funny thing is that I just mm-hmm. this morning 
had a girl send me a picture that was taken. Taken? No, Ron. Oh, okay. Oh, I get him. I thought you maybe got him too. I don't know. No, no, no. She sent this picture to um, my group is East Bridgewater's Most Haunted. And she sent this Mm -hmm. to my my page, my Facebook page for East Bridgewater's Most Haunted. And it was a picture that was taken with, um, oh, God, what was it? And it, it was an, I think it was an Xbox. Um, yes. Oh, my God. Now I have to Sounds go. Like. Wait a minute. I have to jump over here to my um, East Bridgewater's Most Haunted page. Um, oh, my goodness. It's amazing she brings it's up It's a DS, subject. Nintendo mm. DS. Oh, okay. Okay, and it I was a picture. DS, so. um, apparently, the Nintendo DS was sitting on the table across from... Um, a friend of hers, they were sitting and talking with her in the apartment. And in this picture, I can clearly see the picture of the woman, but kind of superimposed in front of the woman is mm-hmm. a very large um, face of a male figure. And it's you can see, like, right through it to her. Mm-hmm. Really kind of a freaky picture, and I've never had anybody send me anything before that was taken with basically a video game. Um, well, the thing to be wary of with those is they have so many apps built into them, especially the DS, mm-hmm. that allow them to do, like the kids do actual sort of Photoshopping. So. Uh-huh. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yeah. So they actually have ghost apps, just like they have for your cell phone, where you can transpose someone else's face or That's ghosts hard. around. That's so okay. bad. All right. Now, this this is something that I wanted to know because... Well, you got one minute, so make it quick. Yeah, you know, I don't have... My kids aren't little anymore. We don't have Nintendo DSs. I'm not familiar with how they work mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, the old ones, sure, but not these new ones. So she sends me this picture, and I'm like, well, hmm, what is this? Because it's really a really interesting picture. Um, so I'm glad I asked you. Yeah, I'm up on a lot of technology thanks to everything that's going on. <laughs> I, I actually got after the break. We're coming up in the break now. I actually want to talk a little bit about technology with you, but uh, I wonder if that'll work with Pong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Huh. I never okay, tried well. that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could get the ghost to play Pong with me. <laughs> Is it possible? <laughs> mm. Anyways, I hear, I hear the heartbeat, so that means we have to go. So uh, you are listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with the blonde bombshell and Karen and New England's own Van Helsing, Ron Kolick. And our special guest is Philip Creighton of the New York Shower Chases right here on Tojanet, Pararex, Ghost Channel, and beyond. We'll be right back. Welcome to Tokenet, radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more. 
all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. That was quick. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Anne and our special guest, Philip Creighton. Hmm. There you go. Well, what were you doing, Ron, that, you know, we're back to soon? Do you really want to know? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, Philip, uh, Philip of the New York Shadow Chases, and uh, you've written this uh book series as well, and also Ghost Hunting of the Mohawk Valley. Is, is that the correct name? No. Chasing Shadows, the uh, New York Ghost. I was so close. <laughs> not really. <laughs> no, not even close. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I apologize for that. But we, we, we have the proper th- link on our website, uh, on our uh, Facebook page, which is Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. But, you know, I want to talk a little bit about tech because... You know that you can go on so many sites now, and they have so many pieces of equipment. And is this really good stuff, or is it just something that we're really fooling ourselves with? I mean, what's your thoughts on it? You, you've been around for uh, ten years, so you've seen the growth of the ghost hunting equipment market. And you know, what's your thought on that? I think a lot of people are trying to capitalize on what they see on TV. And coming from the environmental sciences side, there are certain things that you should be monitoring. I mean, we've come to so many houses and stuff where we've solved more environmental issues than we have ghosts. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just so many outfitters are out there that are trying to capitalize on basically ghost hunters' ignorance. Like some amateur team wants to get into it, they know nothing other than what they learned on TV. So they think, ooh, the K2 meter is the best meter in the universe. This does this. It specifically does this. Or it does it this way, and they only know how to use it based on what they've seen on TV. And anyone trained in an environmental survey will say, oh, dear Lord, do not touch that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because there is a lot of stuff that's floating around out there, and uh, that's kind of why uh, I took it upon myself uh, to work with our team and sort of narrow it down, prevent people from spending money on useless junk, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> and no, explaining co- how to use it, you know? I mean, it costs me a ton of money, because I, I buy all this crap, because mm-hmm. I've got to look mm-hmm. at it and see if, if there's any validity to it, and... Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of them is just a lot of lights and whistles and bells, and it's really, mm-hmm. there's no really good science there. But they'll tell you, they'll tell you, okay, well, we don't know what the spirit can do, and I've said this myself, but mm-hmm. uh, so we think that, okay, this works in their dimension, even though our science doesn't really uh, back it up, but in, in mm-hmm. their realm, it, it works fine. Well, I mean, what I'm saying is there's a lot of stuff that's out there, and I've seen it grow. I mean, when we first when I first started, going straight up until, I'd say, the second season of Ghost Hunters, somewhere around 2005, mm-hmm. there was legitimate tech out there. 
you know, it's the only way you've got a hold of that technology that you can use for these research, this and these investigations, was to actually co-opt environmental survey technology. And that was specifically right. designed to survey for environmental hazards, environmental anomalies. Mm-hmm. Then, after that point, you started getting all these entrepreneurs that kind of got on that bandwagon and said, ooh, if we make this a blinky light that reacts to pretty much this, then people will buy it. And I can sell it $40. It costs me $2 to make, you know. Uh-huh. And that's what we're seeing a lot of, and it just keeps growing more and more. Um, I kind of, at the start of this year, I was trying to think of a new way to, because every Wednesday we post something about, the, I do Paratech reviews, you know, whatever team oh, really? out there, how it's using it and stuff. Oh, yeah, and I post a video review. <laughs> I post video reviews of how that technology works, if it's valuable, how it's used, and what it's specifically originally designed for and how it's supposed to be used. And so at the start of this year, I turned around and went, you know what, I'm going to see what's out there that people are using for the paranormal. And I'll see how many posts that can get me. Mm-hmm. I have found something to post every single Wednesday since the start of this year with wow. stuff that makes me scratch my head and go, what were they smoking? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you brought up a valid point, is that a lot of people who do ghost hunting now, or paranormal investigating, whatever you want to call it, I use it interchangeable because I'm not very mm-hmm. PC, but um, a lot of people who to do it, get their information from TV, like you said. And when you, if you do an event or something or, or you, you try to teach a class or whatever it is, and they're going to say, well, you know, where's the uh, laser grid? Where's the, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the K2 meter? How come we're not using the lamp, the flashlight? Uh, you know, that's mm-hmm. what they think paranormal investigating is. It's, it's based on these pieces of equipment, like you said, that are seen on TV. Yep. And that's what they're kind of getting the expectation. So it's one of those things where we kind of have to steer all of this away from it. Anybody that you know, you automatically correct them when they talk about something wrong because you know more than they do about that. So you're going, mm, no, it's not meant to do that. You know, and you can explain why it would work that way or why it wouldn't. And those people that you meet, like, I know you guys run around like you hit the Collinwood and you have all the friends and fans and stuff that come around and stuff like this where we just chat with people and get them to know, you know, to teach them a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because that's the biggest part is right. if they only know what they've seen on TV, which is an abbreviated statement to say the least. I mean, you're mm-hmm. talking about, what, eight, nine hours compressed into 40 minutes. Right. <laughs> they never explain anything in detail, and you're never going to see it in detail because, well, frankly, that detail is boring. <laughs> <laughs> so all those people have to go by when it comes to learning paranormal equipment is what they're reading, what they find on the web, and what other people are telling them. So if you I, can I, get a hold of someone and say, no, 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 it doesn't work like that. This is why it works this way. 
and then yeah. they understand yeah, that they can help I mean, somebody if, else. If you say that, Philip, I mean, you don't have a TV show, so they're not going to believe you. They'll believe the, the, the plumber on the TV or, or whoever it is. <laughs> and, uh, and I didn't mean anything against the ghost hunters, mm-hmm. but, you know, because they've certainly brought a lot of attention to the industry. But they're going to believe the person on TV over someone mm-hmm. who perhaps is doing serious research. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Absolutely. Every, every time. Mm-hmm. Which is why you'll end up with people that show up in your <laughs> at one of your sessions. Like uh, we had one uh, about a year or so ago. They showed up with a uh, ELFX blood stick, basically. It's a wire tracing tool, and she had some ghost hunting person tell her this was like the end all be all ghost detecting, <laughs> and she spent forty five dollars on this thing. And she's got on her necklace is like, oh, this is the most amazing thing. I looked at it, I was like. How much did you spend on that? And they're like, dude, I got it for forty. I was like, you realize that's seven ninety five from an outfitter, right? And like, the next guys were tracing wiring. They're like, oh, well, I was wondering why I wasn't getting any ghosts on it. And I was like, yeah, kind of. That kills me because I went out and, you know, I do, do an event every year in Salem as part of the Festival of the Dead, and I've been mm-hmm. doing this for 10 years now. And uh, Christian Day was on the Ghost Adventurer series in, in, uh, in Salem when they did the show in Salem. They, uh, mm-hmm. Zach and the guys had an obelisk, and he says, well, you know, this year you got to get an obelisk on it. So I said, okay, I'll buy the freaking mm-hmm. obelisk. So the obelisk is $240 or whatever the freak it is. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so I got the stupid thing, and it's got the stupid electronic voice, which is more open to interpretation than I could ever guess, so I have to go buy a $120 digital readout so I can say what, figure out what the hell it's saying. So it ends up costing me $400 for this this piece of equipment that uh, supposedly talks to ghosts, so there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. So then you look into the science behind it, and you, and you always sort of question yourself looking at that ovulus going, it does for entertainment purposes. How accurate is this? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like you the ghost radar on your phone. Mm-hmm. And you just yeah. sort of question yourself sometimes. You're just looking at it like, why did I invest in that? I yeah, can't yeah, even yeah. understand the dang thing. <laughs> yeah. But unfortunately, that's always been my philosophy since I've been doing this, and not for me to, you know, understand it. I've got to try it. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I didn't, when I started, doing this. I didn't believe in, you know, I've said this like a trillion times, I didn't believe in mediums, thought they were all charlatans, didn't believe in mm-hmm. Reiki, didn't believe in dowsing and everything, but uh, in order for me to, to to really understand it, you know, I I had to uh, work with them. I had to learn dowsing. I had to, you know, I'm a level two Reiki practitioner, mm-hmm. even though I didn't believe in it, but, you know, y- you have to, you know, at least attempt to walk the walk anyways, the mm-hmm. way I looked here. Now, I just wanted to let you know that I did, I took um, that that picture that was sent to me, mm-hmm. um, that the mm-hmm. girl, um, now, the, you know, the girl sounds very sincere. She wrote to me and told me, you know, I, I, I basically, I see dead people, you know, I, I'm mm-hmm. I, you know, like a mediumistic, you know, kind of person, and... Um, she had felt told the people in this apartment where she was that she had felt a male presence there, um, you know, for the last couple months. And then, of course, so now she sent me this picture, with the, which was taken with the N- Nintendo DS. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I posted it to the Ghost Chronicles Next Generation Facebook page. Um, just if anybody wants to give me the Oh, it's on there now? I just put it up there now. 
Yeah. I'm going to go check it out, actually. Um, but you can very clearly <laughs> see, like, a male face um, kind of superimposed in front of this woman. Um, and it's transparent. You can see through it and all that. Now, you know, like I said, I'm not familiar, and maybe I should get familiar with these ghost apps and things like that. Oh, it's um, killer, though. It'll cost you a fortune. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Trust uh, me. Listen, I work at a high school. I, I'm sure I can, can can get some kid to hand me his DS who's in our club and, and say, hey, let me mess with this for a minute. But, um, you know, it is an interesting photo. So so I just put it up there for people's thoughts. I, I'm looking at it now. And, and, my, and Philip, are you, are you looking at it by any chance? Mm-hmm. Now, the, okay. the first thing that popped into my head yeah, was... Yeah, big boy. Just the way that the 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 man or the kid's face—it's hard to tell, you know, man, boy, whatever. It just seemed like a picture that someone would have taken of themselves with a yep. with a phone, with a cell phone. That's the very first thing that popped into my head, and um, I'm like, so how did we mesh these two pictures? You know, it, it, it reminds it reminds me of the the the, the, the pig man from uh, Seinfeld. <laughs> okay. Yeah, definitely. It does have. I mean, because you're looking at it. I mean, you, you you can see it, but the the proportions. Uh, well, I guess it could be if it's. I mean, it's. Why not the kid? And like I said to this girl, I said it's really hard for me to say. I wasn't mm-hmm. there, you know. I don't know the. That's the key. We weren't there. Yeah, I don't know the circumstances exactly. under which this was taken. I don't know. You know, maybe the kid that took it, the little brother or whatever, thought he was being funny. I mean, mm-hmm. I just, I have no clue. I don't know enough about it to say I, yes or no. Yeah, it's paranormal. No, it's not. I mean, yeah, um, it's, that's it's an the thing. Without context. Right. I'm going to add a link here. You can what do you, what do you think, Philip? What, what do you think of it? I mean, seriously, does it look like an app? Does it look... It kind of looks like an app. Uh, yeah, and I just shared a uh, the 3DS um, editing and manipulation on photos. Uh, YouTube video right on your post. Okay, <laughs> oh, cool. I see it. Very good. Cool. All right. I will look at that. So, I mean, that's no guarantee that this is like completely edited. Mm-hmm. I'm leaning towards edited. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, without knowing context, mm-hmm. you know? It's, that's the key. There's always, I mean, that, like, there's always that, that potential. Yeah, exactly. The, the key is we weren't there at the time. We don't really understand. The photo, what was going on at the time, you know, it, you mm-hmm. know, it's that's that's so key. Uh, it, it really is to me, anyways. Hmm. Well, exactly. I, I agree, and I mean, you know, I'm, this girl. I mean, she just sent it to me. She's a friend of a friend, I think, and um, mm-hmm. you know, she sent it to me because I think I, I feel. She truly believes that this is something paranormal. She's got nothing mm-hmm. to gain or lose right. by sending it to me yeah. and saying, mm-hmm. hey, what do you think of this? So, I mean, I'm not putting her down in any way, shape, or form. I'm just, I'm, I'm just interested. Putting it out there. Yeah. We really can't, you know, we really can't almost comment on it because, unless we know we have the exact the app. Right. And the, yeah, or something, but it, it's really hard to to say, uh, you know, is this fake? Is it real? Right. Uh, oh yeah, and uh, we've taken to I've taken the sharing uh, like some of the classic ghost photos on our mm-hmm. Chatter Chasers page each Friday, and mm-hmm. I just let the fans have at it. 
<laughs> and there's all of these photos they come up. It's like, this is the greatest piece of evidence ever, like the one from last Friday. It was uh, security cam footage. And I have like 20 people to comment. Their first reaction is Photoshop. <laughs> it's not, whoa, that's sensational. That's amazing. It's like, no, that's Photoshop. My favorite was the week before. I had a really great photo. It's one of the classic ghost photos that's floating around out there uh, of the face of this kid sitting like with all these coaches sitting back in the bleachers. And then someone enlarged it and gave an enlargement in the center of the photo so you can see the upper corner where these ghosts are supposedly. And everybody commented, like 30 some people in a row, they were like, Photoshop, Photoshop. And then it occurred to me halfway down this list of people saying it was Photoshop. We had a bunch of people that didn't understand what the enlargement was of the photo. Mm-hmm. They were like, you can't really see the girl through this sort of mist in the middle, but it's definitely Photoshop. It's like, if you don't understand what an enlargement is, I don't think you can justly say it's Photoshop. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just putting it out there. <laughs> we, we, actually, we actually have a comment in the, in the chat room, don't we, about uh, photos and so forth? Uh, uh, D Haunt 68 in our chat room said, um, I've taken a picture on the USS Hornet in the medical area. My first pick was a clear pick of the decoration mm-hmm. of the floor. Then I said that if there were any spirits who want to be in my next pick, and there was a mist in the exact same area. So, you know, and, you know, she's, you're, you're getting opinions. Um, mm-hmm. I think, and I mean, anybody can say, oh, that's photoshopped. You and I mm-hmm. can take a picture that we know is not photoshopped and is at, could absolutely be the most fantastic apparition that we caught on film and it's fabulous right. and, and we're oh, yeah. shaken to our very souls, but someone is always going to say, you photoshopped it. Yep. So what's the point? You know, I always when I give my, give my uh, my lectures and my presentations and so forth, I always get this photo that I I brought. Uh, I always bring with me in my slide presentation, and it's a photograph of a woman. There's a little girl standing next to her, and this woman sent it to me, and and she said, I, I, you know, I got this picture of a ghost, and and I looked at it, and I couldn't see anything. I said, swear, I really don't see it. She says, the little girl, she wasn't there at the time. So here's a photo of a little girl, crystal clear. Okay, granted, I look for shadows and there's no shadows on it, which is interesting. But it could be the most best picture of a ghost ever. But because it's so good that it looks fake to me, like, you know, that was a girl, you know. So it's so important that we don't have uh, we weren't there, so it makes it really difficult to comment on, on photos. It really does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other interesting well, there's thing... There's a fun thing. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Um, You're the guest. There's, the a, uh, <laughs> there's a recent post on Paranormal News and stuff that was done by an anthropologist and psychologist about what we're basically talking about now. And that is, we're so we're at what is called the liminal silence sciences in the fringes of society. We've created our own sort of fringe society at the edges of accepted. You know, mm-hmm. you have the normal people, and then we have all the paranormal believers and stuff like that. And it's called the liminal sciences, and we're constantly in competition with one another at saying that this is real, this is how good it is, and you have the two different spectra. 
You have the psychic side, like far, far psychic side. They don't touch anything digital pretty much. And then you have the far science side. But this is all within oh, basically the paranormal culture in its own liminal side. You know, we don't, we're not accepted as is, but we put it as we're on the fringe of sciences and everything like that. But even within that, in the paranormal communities, we divide ourselves further by saying that we're more psychic and more scientific or whatever, when, in fact, we're still all on the barely accepted side of the coin, basically. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. But, Although it's, it's moving a little bit more. I mean, I, I teach at a college now, uh, uh, Paranormal CSI, and mm-hmm. granted, it's not accredited course, but it's, it's definitely accepted there by the college and promoted by the college. And I've done uh, events at, at uh, other colleges in the, in the area, so it, it's more accepted than it has been in the past, but it's still considered a fringe science. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's just like everything we're doing within this, uh, we can get the most outstanding photos ever, but people within our own community will be the first ones to discount it because they're at one side of the spectrum or another and right. less likely to believe. Oh, yeah. I got a ton of crap when I when I uh, first announced my course in, uh, in Northern Essex, and uh, a lot of people were really upset. One was so upset that he wrote a huge letter to, to the college saying how the hell could they allow this to be there. And this is a guy who mm-hmm. was in the paranormal community. So, yep. yeah, you're right. I don't know. It's it's this, like, I don't know if it's jealousy or or, or what the the reasons are. They're one-upmanship. Or, but, it, yeah, it's not. I mean, every science produce, should be and, uh, and does produce papers for peer review, and that's really important. We don't have that so much in here. We have stuff that's out there and people just criticize you. But there's no real, you know, stuff that's submitted, at least not in the, the, the uh, I hate to say the lower level, the lower levels of, of the paranormal, you know, versus mm-hmm. parapsychology and in the, in the, in the college levels. Uh, we don't have that. Yeah, and um, while there are the disciplines within it, like anthropology, studying the folklore, or mm-hmm. psychology, and parapsychology, each one of us has their own sort of limitations. The parapsychologist isn't going to believe what the anthropologist is throwing at them. Right. The environmental scientist isn't going to believe anything that the psychologist or the anthropologist is putting forth, and it's just a huge split. I just uh, shared the article with you. It's a paper written by uh, a cr- Dr. Kristen Thorne, and it's her talking about all of this, about the liminal sciences and how we create our own fringe society even within a fringe society, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, oh, there's the UFO nuts over there, you know, the ghost hunter says. Because <laughs> 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 it's like, okay, why are we still do this even within our own thing? But there's this huge intricacies of belief and politics that come oh, along with everything. That goes back to your own personal belief, though, because, I mean, for mm-hmm. instance, you can take a picture of an orb, God bless us, uh, and, and show that to different people. You know, a ghost hunter might say, oh, okay, that's a, uh, or a parapsychologist might say, oh, that's a dust particle. Uh, and if you show it mm-hmm. to, like, a, a ghost hunter, say, well, that's that's uh, spirit energy or, or spirituals. And then mm-hmm. uh, UFOs might say, well, that's, a, that's a, you know, an ET. And, uh, you know, someone else will say, well, that's yep. a blessed Virgin Mary. Uh, you know, it, it really, it all depends. Exactly. It's the same picture that every one of them see him, but they're interpreting it by the, mm-hmm. what it's they the believe. the semantics of it. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. What they believe in. That's why I hate orbs. Absolutely hate them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big but argument. plasmoids. From the physicist's perspective, that is a plasmoid. It's an ionized ball of air. There you go. Now, not necessarily paranormal, but it is called a rare earth phenomenon. Really? <laughs> it means a high energy field passed through a heat source. That's all huh. it means. Cool. Yeah, uh, I, I had to write a huge article about this because I got tired of a bunch of people arguing over orbs. I was like, you, okay, it there are just artifacting. There's a, so I actually plas- had to write it up. And <laughs> it's a plasmoid? Is that plasmoid. Plasmoid. Yep. I love that. It's That's ionized air. It's a scientist word. The thing is, Philip, there's still a person that's going to look at that and say, that's my grandfather, no matter what you Exactly. <laughs> my favorite is uh, when you take photos and you know it's ionized, an ionization. Like, we did this wonderful little photo where we had an air ionizer. And you take the shot and you see the ionized ball of air kind of zipping away. Mm-hmm. And we know what it is. We show it to someone, and they start looking at it. We say the difference between the dust boat and the ionization, and they look at it, and they start looking for details. They'll look, and they'll see faces in it and shape. And I'm just looking at it. It's like this is more of a study of psychology than it is the photo. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's... Like, what do you see in this? It's a Vorschach orb. <laughs> yeah. It's like the, uh, what's those ink plots? It's, it's like that. The Rorschach test. Right. Yeah, the Rorschach test. Like that's great. Yeah. <laughs> the Rorschach orb test. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's It's true, though. It really is. It's it's in the eye of the beholder. And, um, I mean, I think even with EVPs, it's in the ear oh, God. Let's not go of there. the listener. As I to, knew Rod. Let's not touch that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, some people hear one thing, some people hear another thing. And the skeptic will say that it's a two-way radio. And I, I know. It, that's the problem is, is, you know, I don't know if we can ever find proof of the paranormal. I mean, is there a piece of equipment that can actually, I mean, I don't I don't see how we could. I really don't. Yeah, it's true. Uh, while we may not be able to establish the paranormal like mm-hmm. entirely, it is through legitimate research and documenting that we're actually able to further science. Oh, yeah. The plasmoids, the ball lightning, they're rare earth phenomena. It was a bunch of scientists and geophysicists that went and tracked down the Brown Mountain Light and a bunch of other spots where they saw these like glowing balls of light and energy, the the, but the I'll legends would say would go ten, ten to one that they've got criticism on their work. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, from other scientists. So I mean, you know, that's the the deal. But anyways, I heard mm-hmm. the pizza, the doorbell ring. That means the uh, pizza from the dead is here. So right. unfortunately, <laughs> we've we've got to wrap this up, uh, Philip. You once again, you know, you've been an awesome guest. Uh, yeah. I love I love uh, speaking with you. Uh, you know your stuff. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so give out your uh, website again. Uh, it's nyshadowchasers.com, and mm-hmm. my personal website is pwcrayton.com. Right, uh-huh. and, and you can see these, these video pieces that uh, uh, yep. you do are on there and everything. So, Philip, thank you so much for being on the show. Do you, you have anything you want to uh, promote uh, before we hit the road? <laughs> yeah, um, my Nightfall series, the fiction series, uh, 
is out now and uh, just signed for the second book in the series. So look for that one. There you go. Excellent. Thank you. Philip, thank you so much, and have a good night, and happy hunting. <laughs> happy hunting to you, too. Yeah, Take bye. care. Bye-bye. Well, it was good. Yes, that was very good. And just um, FYI, people, Kelly Curtis Spangler has also sent us a picture um, taken with a Nintendo DS. Um, and, again, we've got that face on the left-hand side. Really? That kind of translucent face, very similar to the one I just posted. So check it Get out. Get out of here. Is that on our page? It's, it's, she just sent it to us. It should be on our page, yes. Let me go back here. Oh, yeah, um, I see it. Yep. Yeah, only this yep. one is, uh, yeah. I'll mess with it. I'll make sure it's up there if it isn't there right now. I, I, I see it on the feed, my feed, because Kelly yeah. and I are friends. Yeah, that's a pretty clear photograph as well. Very similar uh, to the one I just got, but so good I don't discussion. Know. Let us know. Okay, so tune in next week when Jeff Belanger joins us. So that ought to be fun as usual. So oh till then, I guess we've got to wrap it up. Uh, anything you want to add? Uh, no, I just want to say thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, have yep. a great week. We'll see you next week. And we all know who the best dancer is, so good night. Me. God bless, everyone. All right, me. Good night. Bye. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.